0: Yep. Welcome, welcome to the Halloween special. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Alicia. And I'm Francesca. And we're doing Halloween this week.
1: Yes. This is, we are actually recording on Halloween. This is going to be going up the second. Yes. So... Sorry about that, but,
0: but not <laughs> sorry. And I do I do want to address the the latest review because we have asked you guys yes. to review us. Yes. And while it wasn't a glowing review, we do appreciate it because you know we are still new at this. We are still trying to be better and get better. And well, it wasn't necessarily the greatest. It was still something for us to work on. And we wanted to recognize it because we did agree to acknowledge the reviews as they come in. And not just gloss over it because it wasn't nice.
1: <laughs> I would like to say thank you for telling us that we are apparent drunks and not actual junks. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel better. Um
0: which I don't think I don't think that was said as like a joke. I think it was supposed to be a jab. But I thought it
1: was a joke. Yeah, I'm taking it as a joke. So yeah, I appreciate that. If you generally think we're we're not drunk, that really speaks to our
0: level of commitment because yes. we ha- we are usually drinking like a bottle of wine per episode. We usually
1: are drinking. I wouldn't say we're drunk, but we are always drinking because yes. we, we are not liars on this podcast. Yes,
0: no, we go in full throttle to everything we do. <laughs> so I, I just want to acknowledge that because I had a really shitty day at work and then I come out of work and I read that and it makes it worse. But regardless, you know, it like took me a little while, but like I did appreciate the feedback because we're always trying to be better and we're always trying to make this more enjoyable for our listeners. So we take that into consideration. We'll stop talking about our al- alcohol. Do you see
1: though that they called us th- one of the worst podcasts ever? Okay, well that's I their think opinion. we should get I think we should get like mugs um, or something that says like worst podcast, podcast ever. ever. Yeah. Well, I
0: said we should put the review on a shirt.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Um, I think we should get you no know for Christmas I'm going to get you a trophy that says worst podcast ever. Awesome.
1: That. That's perfect because you know what when we started this podcast that is what we set out to do. Yeah, to be the worst, worst podcast, podcast you have ever I'm listened
0: to. Like there were, we had no end goal for this. It was just let's have some wine and talk about what we read that week.
1: I like that they insinuated that we force people at gunpoint to listen to our podcast. <laughs> if there's anyone out there that's being forced to listen to this podcast, I am truly sorry. Yeah, this is what Please they use- Tweet to us because that just. That's scary. I wouldn't want to be forced to listen to this podcast.
0: They're definitely using it in Guantanamo Bay on, like, prisoners.
1: (laughs) Perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So So
1: keep the reviews coming, even if they're negative. I don't care. Yeah. This podcast is for fun. It's not serious.
0: Yeah. We like to have fun. We like to... We like to enjoy what we're reading, but I'd also like to point out we do have some sort of background and knowledge about what we're talking about. We're not just two people that like didn't study what we're talking about. Like Alicia has her master's in publishing. I'm about to graduate with my master's in publishing. I studied English lit in college. Alicia has her journalism BA. So we do have some sort of background in what we're talking about. And while we don't have the years of experience most people in publishing do, we have studied it. So we have done our research.
1: Yeah. Also, we do read the books. Yes, we do read the books. Otherwise, that would be pointless to Mm -hmm. have this podcast.
0: Um, And that's always why my episodes are like 10 hours long, (laughs) because I take such aggressive notes.
1: And I don't, so that's why... Mine often have discrepancies, but that happens but in that's, every book. that's what's fun.
0: That's what makes it fun. That's what spices it up. Yes. So I just wanted to address that. I'm glad we got that out of the way. And do you have anything you want to add? Do you want to...
1: I finished Horror Store
0: this week. Oh, I wanted to check that out when, you, when oh, we're yeah. done recording.
1: Well, yeah, I'll show it to you after we're done recording. Yeah. But yeah, I finished Horror Store by, uh, I believe it's Grady, Grady Hendrick. But yes, it is Grady Hendrix, and that was pretty good. It was unusual, like I know nothing about the book, so I cannot give my input. Yeah, but I read that this week. I finished Cemetery Boys a couple weeks ago, and that was phenomenal. Really good. I think I talked about it last podcast, but it was just so good; it deserves a second shout out. And I think that's it from like my spooky books. I finished Know My Name by Chanel Miller, and that was really good too. Ooh, so that's on
0: my list. It's.
1: Fantastic. uh, I expected nothing less. Exactly. But yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I don't think there's any tea, any publishing tea that we can discuss.
0: No, none that I can think of. Because we talked about the Strand already, so... And I know you're wearing your Strand books. I'm literally
1: wearing a Strand sweatshirt I, again, am
0: wearing my Oswego sweatshirt. It's what I want to be buried in. It is so cozy. (laughs) I literally record wearing it every week, so... Are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it, I guess. So this week we decided to do a Halloween-y sort of vibe, and we both read scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes.
1: Very exciting. I used
0: to read this book like every Halloween when I was in middle school. Really? It was my go-to shit. Yeah. This was I've never read it. This is the first time really? I've ever read it. Yeah. I had so there are three scary story books. Right. I had all of them growing up. Damn, you're committed. Yeah, I loved those books. So we decided to read it and then we each made a list of our top ten stories that are in the book. So you can start. You tell well let's go backwards. Number ten. What's your number ten? Oh, um,
1: I didn't rank them. I just wrote to ten like
0: Oh, I ranked mine. Oh. Do you wanna rank your do you wanna pause for a minute and rank yours or No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just wrote down the ten that I liked the best because there's how many did you say there are in this? There are three, no, in this one though. Oh, I have no idea. There's like probably thirty, I would say. Yeah, I I feel like
0: thirty is a good number.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's probably around thirty in here. Um, so I just wrote down the ones that I liked best. Oh, I wrote, I
0: power ranked mine. Damn. Yeah. Um.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I would say number ten would probably probably be the big toe.
0: Okay, so The Big Toe is not on my list, so tell, like, a little synopsis about it. So The Big Toe
1: is about this family, in The there's a mom and dad and a son, and the son finds this toe out in the, in the, like, buried in the ground, and he, like, takes it inside with him. It's, you know, cute and all.
0: We love some, a little bit of cannibalism. Yeah,
1: and then they eat the toe, like the family does. They prepare it, in, like, prepare it to eat for dinner, and they eat it. And then that night when they go to bed, this guy whose toe it is comes back and tries to find his toe and like scares the shit out <laughs> of the little boy. And I put it as number 10 because it's like, it's a jump scare, but I could imagine being like eight to 10. Yeah. And, and just being like, like terrified of it. Yeah. I'm telling this at like Girl Scout camp. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to the end and at, at the end of the story, it tells you to just to like scream basically.
0: Yeah. To, I like- To shout,
1: you've got it. And so I, I can just imagine.
0: I liked those stories. So at the beginning of the book, they have like stories for you to read to other people and then in parentheses, it gives the author cues of be like, okay, now scream or yeah. jump the person closest to you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought that was really funny. So that that's a good one. Yeah. So that was probably
1: that would probably be number nine or ten.
0: Okay, so then my number ten was the white wolf.
1: That's funny because I had that on my list and then I crossed it
0: off for another one. <laughs> so, The White Wolf is about a man who, like, wolves overtake, like, the Northeast. So, a man, the government agrees to, like, start paying people to kill, hunt these wolves. So, a man makes a lot of money killing wolves. This white wolf appears in town and is, like, killing cattle and it kills his pet cow. So, the man uh, decides he wants to hunt down the wolf. He ties a goat to a tree to, like, attract it. And then. Um, his friends go looking for him cause he disappeared. He didn't come back after trying to kill the wolf. That's going to be me when you like disappear. <laughs> you're like, where'd this bitch go? <laughs> so they track him into the woods and they find him like sitting slumped against a tree with like his throat cut open. And it was like the phantom wolf killed the man and like was never seen again. And I was like, Ooh, so Bucky Barnes did it. Oh, cause it, he, but cause if you don't love the MCU as much as I do, the white wolf is like the winter soldiers new name like what they call him in the Wakanda I think it was um and so like the wolf leaves no traces nothing in the snow nothing it's just his throat is ripped open and I was like okay so that's some winter soldier shit so that was my number 10
1: your number nine that's ironic because I I literally have it here I crossed it <laughs> off my number nine would probably be the hearse song because I thought it was so funny <laughs> I was, was like I want to know what what the tune is to this this song um doesn't it, it give it on the back
0: or it like does. It?
1: so it does but i tried it on my like i looked up a piano like app like, <laughs> to try to play it cuz i do know a piano i took it for like 6 years um and it just does not sound familiar at all it's oh. no melody I've, I've like
0: maybe it's just a made up like original for this
1: yeah but I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny, especially because it's basically the gist of the song is that like, if you laugh as a, as a hearse goes by, you're next, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Taylor Swift could never.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That one was, that was good. Yeah. It's a good one. So my number nine was Cold as Clay. Is that on your list? No, no, it isn't. Okay. So basically the do- the farmer's daughter and the dad's farmhand get in a relationship. The dad doesn't like it, sends her off to live with her uncle. And while she's away, the farmhand dies unexpectedly and the dad feels guilty. So he doesn't tell the daughter. And then one day the farmhand shows up at the daughter's uncle's house and is like, your dad wants me to bring you home. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so okay. They, they hop on his horse. And he's like, I have a headache. And she's like, oh, you're cold as clay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she puts her handkerchief around his head. And they get back to his ha- her house. And her dad's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I did not send for you. <laughs> so they turn around and the farmhand is gone. So they go to his parents' house and they dig him up. And he is in the coffin. But the handkerchief he- she had wrapped around his head was there. And I was like, ooh, it's ghoulish. And we love it. Like, it was just like so, ooh. It was good.
1: Spooky. Yeah.
0: It was, that was... I want to say that's like the only one where it was like, it's just like a spooky story on my list. Everything else, I had like a, a reason for like why it's on my list. Oh, man. So you're number eight? <sighs> my number eight is probably
1: The Ghost with the Bloody Fingers. Are you
0: serious? Number eight is... No, my that <laughs> <two>. <laughs> Oh,
1: my gosh. Our minds. Our minds.
0: That one was my favorite because I, I was, was literally so like funny i was like oh my god alicia would that would be you (laughs) so alicia does not believe in ghosts i don't i believe in demons which is like why the fuck would you believe in demons and not ghosts demons
1: are different ghosts i don't think anyone comes back from the dead but i think demons are a different entity than ghosts are
0: Mm, i don't buy it but do you want to tell the bloody yeah so basically there's this hotel that has this room that
1: no one fucking wants to stay in Because it's haunted by this bloody hand. That just, like, pops out of the closet. Yeah, it literally pops out of the closet. So, like, all these people come in. They need a room. And and the guy's like, okay, well, we're booked except for this one room that no one wants to stay in. And so these people go and see this bloody hand. And they freak out and run out. Until this one guy comes in and... Is like, yeah, I, I need a room, blah blah blah. So they give they give him the room with the, the bloody yeah. hand, the bloody fingers, and the guy like goes in, he's like strumming his guitar, and the ghost keeps moaning. About his bloody finger? Yeah, about its fingers, and its fingers are bleeding, and the guitar player finally like looks up, stops playing, goes, Cool it, man, get yourself a band-aid. <laughs> I was like, Oh my that like genuinely made me laugh out loud. That would yeah, that one did too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: that one was just I couldn't, I didn't know where to put it on my list. And that was, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. And I immediately was just like, that would be Alicia. Like, she doesn't believe in it. So, like, it wouldn't freak her out. True. It's true. Okay. So, then should I do my number seven then? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, my number seven is Room for One More.
1: Okay. I don't have that one at all.
0: Okay. So, that one is a man can't sleep at night. Hears a hearse pull into his driveway and it's full of people. And the driver gets out and says, there's room for one more. (laughs) And he's like sketched out and freaked out, but he goes back to bed. When he goes to uh, when he goes to work the next day, the man is wait, waiting for the elevator and it opens and it's packed with people. And the person at the back of the elevator says, there's room for one more. And oh. it's the hearse driver. Yep. So the man is like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> so when the door is closed, he hears a screaming because the elevator broke and shot to the bottom and everyone died. And I was like, this is one of my most like average fears.
1: I was gonna ask do you have any like almost stories i love those when people like um like in 9-11 there's a bunch of stories of people who are like i i was supposed to be on that flight but i just had a bad feeling or like oh i overslept like there's no (laughs) i don't have any stories i just love them because i think they're just so creepy you know what i mean like almost you know
0: no this one is just like one of those fears that's like rational fear. Right. Like getting like an elevator breaking and you dying. Whereas like getting eaten by a shark or being scared of sharks is like (laughs) not fully rational. Right. But like an elevator breaking and you dying is like totally like reasonable. So I felt like that that one was like, oh shit, like this could happen and that freaked me out. I know so many people who are afraid of elevators. My aunt is afraid of escalators, I think it is. My grandmother was afraid of escalators. My she like convinced my sister when she was like little that you have to like jump when you get to the top of an escalator and it like moves the next stair and you have to like jump over it. Cause otherwise you're going to get sucked, sucked in. in. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Was it Catherine? Yeah. <laughs> I knew How it. did you know? I just
1: knew. <laughs> Poor Catherine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> uncle knows which aunt that exactly is. Oh so. no. Love that. So
1: my number seven was the hook.
0: Oh my God. That's my number six. No way. Yeah.
1: Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. Well, then yeah, so basically it's these this these a guy
0: and a girl, I don't know, are they dating? They're like on a date. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. So they're on a date. They're like the, chilling at the top of a mountain, like a make out spot. Right. And the
1: girl goes, You let's roll up the windows and lock the doors because they they heard that this murderer had escaped from the prison. Mm-hmm. And so the guy goes, Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh because in that- He was day-
0: chicken shit. I'm sorry. He was like an <laughs> asshole. He, yeah.
1: And and then the girl's like, oh, it's, like, the prison isn't far away, so, like, maybe we should head home. And he's like, and he's no. Like, but, but it's, like, only 10 o'clock, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, yeah. And she's like, I don't care, like, let's go. So he complains some more because he's like, the guy's not going to climb up here. Yeah. How could he even get in? Blah, blah, blah.
0: So basically he, she tells him, like, just take me home. I want to go home. Yeah. And as they're pulling out of the street, she hears something in the back of the car and she's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, like relax. Yeah. And then he pulls up in front of her house and goes to open the door for her. And there's a hook, a hook
1: from, and... which is from the prisoner. Cause his left hand was cut off. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that one was just like another one where I was like, women, you need to trust your instincts. Get the fuck out. If you're not comfortable. So that one is just like a good, like a, what's it? Like a, a story you learn from a cautionary tale. T- yes. Love that Mean Girls reference.
1: Should I go number six then? Mm-hmm. Since that was your number six. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my number six would probably be high beams. High beams. Shut
0: the fuck up. Yeah, that one's my number one. Oh no! I mean, I liked it. Okay. I thought it was cool. Well, I'll tell you my thoughts when you're done, do okay? Me. Do you want so, Do you want me to tell her, or do you want to tell it? Um. You can tell it since it's your number one. Okay, so High Beams is my number one. And it's basically this girl is driving home from a high school basketball game. She notices like this truck behind her following her. And every so often, the truck behind her would flip on its high beams at her. And she's like, starts getting really sketched out and really uncomfortable. So as soon as she dr- pulls into the driveway, he pulls in behind her and she jumps out and runs into the house and is like, call the cops. This guy's following me. So when the cops show up and pull the guy out of the truck, He's like, it's not me you want, it's him, and points to the back of her car where this guy is sitting behind the passenger seat, like, crouched behind the passenger seat, like, with a knife. And he told the cops every time – he saw the guy get into her car at the basketball game, but, like, didn't want to leave her alone and risk, like, calling the cops and then her – like, abandoning her and her and get hurt. So every time you'd see the guy reach up to try and, like, overpower her, he'd turn on his high beams so that the guy wouldn't do anything and go back so like he was following her to like protect her and i was just genuinely like that is one of my biggest fears
1: like, having someone in the back seat
0: every girl knows to check their back seat at night when they get into a car to like check behind to make sure that they're okay and like that is genuine like one of like my biggest fears is that like especially if you feel like a trunk yeah you know what i mean like and, an SUV, or, uh, a minivan True. which is what i drive yes. Against my will, but it's a <laughs> car and it's free. So, so what were your thoughts?
1: I liked it. I thought that's why it's number six because I don't know, it wasn't scary. You
0: it know, was, it, was it was scary to me because I was just like, oh my god, like this is like something that would that I genuinely is like a real fear of mine. So that's why it was number one for me.
1: Right. And I just so thought it was more like I don't know. I thought it was clever. Yeah. Because. But also I was like, bro, this guy would have ran away. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as she
0: parked, she'd be like, bye. bye. Um, so then what were you we up to number five? I was on six. So, so did you do six? What was your six? My six was the hook. So okay, we on so five. five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my number five was a new horse. Okay. That, that, one,
1: five. Five horse. Okay, that, that one is five. my number one. Really? <laughs> yeah. okay, so you can tell that one. So there are two farmhands. They share the same room. The one farmhand is telling the other that every night a witch comes in and turns him into a horse and, like, <laughs> makes him, like,
0: R- make, ride, rides, yeah, ride like, around.
1: Like, makes like makes him...
0: Ride up dr- and down the countryside, yeah, yeah. Basically,
1: tr- like, like, let her ride him up and down. I know it sounds so bad, but, like, there's no way else to yeah. describe it. Like, yeah, so basically she puts a saddle on him and, like, rides him... Rides him, like, as a horse up and down the countryside. So the other farmhand, like, is like, okay, bet. <laughs> let's switch. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's see if you're telling the truth.
1: Yeah, he's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to take your place. So he, they switch beds. And, of course, the witch comes in and turns the other farmhand into a, a horse. And...
0: Rides him off she into rides the night, up,
1: up into up into you know up into this countryside and whatnot, and like once you take the saddle off, you're no longer like you find out you're no longer a horse. So yeah. he, she takes him to a party. He rubs up against this post fence, fence yeah. thing, and gets the saddle off of him, and sneakily gets the saddle onto her when she comes back out out of this party, and so. He rides her up, rides, like, makes her ride up and down the countryside, and then takes her and gets her, like, takes her to the blacksmith and gets horseshoes put on her. Yes. A savage. Like a sav. And then takes her back to her husband, who, like...
0: Trades her for a better horse. <laughs> yeah,
1: trades her for a better <laughs> horse.
0: Which is, like, iconic, but okay. I know. And then... Like, she eventually turns back. Yeah, the husband takes her into the barn and takes the saddle off of her. Yeah. And then he turns around and she's standing there and has fucking horseshoes Horses. stuck in her hands and feet. The, the pain. Yes. So that's why it's my
1: favorite because I thought it was like...
0: That was creepy. good. I just said, ugh, love the karma. Love it. Love okay. It. Okay, so that was num- my number five. What was your number five?
1: My number five would uh, probably be... The girl who stood on a grave? That's
0: my number four. Oh, love that for us. <laughs> do you want me to tell her or do you want to tell it? You
1: can tell it. Sometimes okay. I just tell, tell that one.
0: Okay, so the girl who stood on a grave is basically like um, a group of friends are at home, and some of, some of the friends are convinced that if you stand on a grave at night, you'll get pulled into the ground by whoever's grave you're standing on. And there's a girl there who doesn't believe them and takes a bet for $10. Yeah. $10. To see, yeah. You cannot pay me 10 dollars <laughs> to do that. Talking about that one. I add an extra zero to that. and then, then It depends the- on the person's grave. Like <laughs> if I, if they pay me $100 to go stand on my grandma's grave, okay, I'll do that. Maybe I can do a bench
1: there so I could just sit.
0: Yeah. Um, so she takes the bet and uh, they give her a knife to stick in the ground of the grave that she stands on to prove that she had actually done it. So she gets to the graveyard and she sticks the knife in the ground. But when she turns to walk away she can't move so she starts panicking and she feels like she's getting pulled back when she doesn't return to the house the friends go to the graveyard to look for her and they find her body lying on the ground above a grave she had stuck the knife through her skirt and that's what had stopped her from leaving and she had died from fright and I was like okay honestly that's something that would fully happen to me that's what I
1: thought when I read it I was like this would happen to Francesca
0: <laughs> that's literally how I'm gonna die. So, a fear or accidentally doing something that prevents me from doing something else. Right. So that was my number four. But is
1: my number f- my number five?
0: Yeah. So then, what was your number four? My number four is
1: um, alligator.
0: Okay, that's not on my list. Okay, so
1: so basically, alligators. is about this man and this wa- and his wife. So a husband and a wife and they're two kids and they're. Two kids, two young sons, and as soon as they could walk, the father began teaching them how to swim in the river at night, mm-hmm. which already... A little sus. sus. It's a little sus. A little sus. It's a little sus. Exactly. So, <laughs> in, and they would stay there all night, and the wife would stay at home by herself, which again, sus. A little sus. A little sus. A little sus. A little sus. So, after a while, the wife began to act strange. And she was telling the neighbors that her husband was turning into an alligator and that he was trying to turn her sons into an alligator. <laughs> and everybody was like, nah bro, she's just teaching them how to swim, like there's nothing wrong. It, it's it's chill. You know, there weren't there are no alligators nearby. So yeah. like there this makes no sense. So early one morning, the wife came running into town from the river saying she and she's like soaked wet and she's saying that there was a big alligator and two little alligators and that they had pulled her in and were trying to teach her how to eat raw fish. <laughs> which I was like <laughs> they weren't trying to eat you? Like, oh, yeah, are you sure what? sister? What? Like oh. unless
0: that spe- that raw fish was like the special thing that turned them into alligators. Maybe you're onto
1: something there. Maybe and she tells them that the the big alligator and the two little ones were her husband and her sons and that they want her to live with them but she'd gotten away
0: (laughs) um yo no judgment everyone (laughs) wants love even if they're an alligator i guess so and her doctor decided that she would lost
1: her mind and put her into a a hospital men and after that no one had seen her husband or her sons ever again they disappeared Mm -hmm. but now fishermen are saying that they see alligators in the river at night but the people think they're just making it up because everyone knows alligators don't live there.
0: Yeah. I fully believe that they were mermaid, mermaids or mermen. I think in the beginning. mermaids is should
1: be like the general term.
0: Yeah, it should be unisex. Yeah, same. I'm with you there. Um, but yeah, I fully thought that they were mermaids until they were like it's an alligator and I was like that's some bullshit.
1: <laughs> I just thought it was super fucking funny. <laughs> Like, that's, that was, that's my reasoning. I was just like, it's one of the stories that I, I thought about after I finished. I was like, remember? I was like, hm, that <laughs> the story about them turning into an alligator.
0: Like, of all, what animal would you turn into if you could just turn into any animal? Uh, maybe a giraffe. Maybe an elephant. Oh, I'd go bird. Bird? I don't want to fly. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah, but it's free. <laughs> instead of taking an airplane everywhere. But you could be a giraffe. That's I'm already a fucking giraffe, so. I mean, Mood. I not as tall as you, but I am still on the taller side. My dad um call uh which is a conversation I've had with my therapist several times about my dad calling me shout out Shannon. Uh calling me Moose on several different occasions. Um like the time That's triggering. Yeah. I I call my dog Moose. You didn't need to tell me that. That's his nickname. I need to text Shannon right now. Um, no, I broke, he runs the, like one. <laughs> I broke the handle on one of the windows, Yeah, like pushing it down and it like popped out of the window and my dad goes, what are you a moose? And I was like, what the fuck? I had to be like 13. So right when my self-esteem was like at oh, an no. all time low. So now I never let him forget that. <laughs> um, so what, what number were we on? That was your number, number four. four. Okay. So my number three was the haunted house. Oh my gosh. That's my number three. Two for two. Or two two out of eight, ten? Two out of ten so far? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay, so this one is basically there's a haunted house in town. Everyone who tries to stay there at night ends up running out terrified. So this preacher goes and decides he wants to, like, exercise the house. So he goes and from the cellar a ghost appears and tells the preacher that her lover had killed her for her money and had buried her body in the basement. She said if he could find her bones and give her a proper burial, then she would finally be at peace. She also tells the preacher that when he finds her bones to take the uh, pointer finger off her left hand and put it in the collection bowl at the next church meeting, and it will tell the preacher who actually killed her. She also tells him that after he does like the whole collection bowl thing to come back um, on any day at midnight and she'll tell him where she hid her money so he can give it to the church. So he does what she says, finds her bones, reburies them, and takes the finger. Putting it in the collection bowl, a man touches the finger and like sticks to him and he starts like flailing and freaking the fuck out and eventually confesses to her murder. So after the man is hung, the preacher goes back to the house and she tells him to look under the hearth rock and under the rock is a big old pile of money. Hell yeah. And I was just like, I love this. This is exactly how I would haunt a house. Whoever finds my murderer gets my money. And that's, that. Yeah, I mean the true crime aspect of it is what really pulled
1: me in. <laughs> <laughs> this preacher literally just solved a crime. Yeah, and, literally
0: in the middle of worship, like <laughs> in the middle that of is the service. The, that is doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So that was what your number. That
1: was my number three. Oh, high five, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, so the high five. Right. So now we're at number two.
0: Which is technically our number ones at this point because we already did our
1: number ones. Basically, yeah. So So, my number two was The Guests.
0: I almost put that on my list. I almost did, but it's not my number two. Oh,
1: man. So So close. Yeah, so uh, The Guests is about this young man and his wife who are traveling, and they got a late start, and it's dark, and they're looking for somewhere to to just stop. Can I just
0: say, if that was my situation, because I hate driving at night. I cannot see for shit. I would just pull over and sleep in my car. At that point, I'm not pulling Isn't
1: that up. To- how Michael Jordan's dad died?
0: I'm pretty sure he got murdered on the side of the highway. I don't know, but because he was I'd, sleeping in his car, I'd rather be murdered on the side of the highway than be tortured in somebody's house. Like that, but anyway, I'd anyway. rather
1: not be murdered. <laughs> in general, you're gonna get murdered anyway. So okay, um, anyway. listeners, that was a direct threat. <laughs> direct threat. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> shit (laughs) just just admitted to trying to murder me i never (laughs) said that
0: i just said you could either get murdered in somebody's house or get murdered i'd rather and i said i'd rather not get murdered okay but like that's not an option yes it
1: is it's always an option okay finish the story (laughs) (laughs) so they see a small house in the woods and they they look at it and they're like Maybe they they rent rooms out. Maybe it's a cute little Airbnb, you know?
0: Airbnb? (laughs) You don't know. In like the 1800s where this is set. You don't know. So uh,
1: maybe it's a cute little bed and breakfast. I don't know. There we go.
0: That's literally what they refer to it as in the
1: story. I was trying to spice it up, Francesca. I was trying to modernize it. (laughs) So this elderly woman and man come to the door and said they don't rent rooms but they could they could stay overnight. They'd be glad to host them. Oh, so kind. So the old woman makes some coffee and brought them some cake. The four of them talk for for a little bit and then they go they go off to bed. The the couple wakes up in the morning and before the old couple had woken up and like leave they leave them some money in an envelope next to the front door and go on to the next town. So When they get to the next town, they stop at this restaurant and have breakfast. And when they tell the owner of this restaurant where they stayed, he was like, what do you mean? Like that there's that house burned down to the ground. Like the woman and the man who lived there, they're dead. They died in the fire. So the couple doesn't believe it. They go back to the house and see that there was no house. There's only a burnt out shell. And they see these runes and they see in the middle of all this burn... Rubble? Yeah. Burned rubble. Thank you. <laughs> uh, they see on the table was the envelope they had left that morning with the money. Oh, creepy. Creepy.
0: Okay. So that so was then, my number two. That was your number two? Yes. That, was, mm, that that one like was like creepy, but that would be like my number 11. Got you know what it. I that, mean?
1: See, that's how I feel about the, the wolf one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So my number two was Aaron Kelly's bones. <gasps> Dude, yes! <laughs> I almost had that one on here too. So basically the story is that this man, he's he died, he gets buried, but he like wakes up in his coffin and comes home, like crawls out of his coffin yeah. and just comes home and his widow's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Die. <laughs> You're dead. But he insists he doesn't feel dead and he won't leave until he feels dead. So he sits down in like a chair in their living room, and it's just like I'm not leaving until I feel dead. So he slowly starts to like decompose while he's sitting there. Uh, the fiddler comes to court his widow, and they both agree it's super weird that her dead husband is just chilling on the couch across <laughs> from them. He's he's just like, so what well, are your intentions? Yeah. <laughs> so Aaron says he feels like dancing, and the fiddler begins to play a song. And as because his bones are like so brittle because he's dead. They, like, start to shake and fall off his body. And the wife is like, yes, go faster. Like, let's speed this <laughs> shit up. <laughs> so eventually, like, his body is literally just on a pile on the floor, like a pile of bones. And the fiddler is like, yeah, this is super weird. Don't call me. And he, like, <laughs> he leaves. So the family reburies Aaron's bone all, bones all jumbled up so he can't just pop up to say hi again. And the widow never remarries, just like Aaron planned. And I was like, I aspire to be this level of petty in my dad. <laughs> Don't they mention something
1: about um, insurance money? Too? Yeah, like she
0: couldn't collect the insurance yes, money until I he was that, dead. That part
1: was so good.
0: But like, just like he did that so she wouldn't get remarried. Like, I'm going to haunt the shit out of my husband that, if I go first. You know, When
1: I read that story, it reminded me of you because that's something you would
0: do. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that one was definitely... That was that would have been number 1 if high beams had been like an actual fear of mine. And Most, so this is supposed to be scary if, stories. If there was a story about getting kidnapped, that would have been my number 1. Yeah, nope, can't do it. So we we busted through our top 10 like we that. Did. Yeah. I mean, we're like yeah, getting through here. But yeah, that one was fun. We could definitely do the second book next year. <laughs> yes. Or just whip it out in the middle of like June. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's casual. Or March. March? No, March is when I do the exorcist, remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh <sighs> my
0: gosh. Okay, well, that was fun. That was a good read. That was a quick read. It was a quick read. I think I, I did it in like a couple hours. Fuck off. It took me like several <laughs> days. My book is like fucked up. It has hair dye in it. It's like oh, no. pages are crinkled. It it suffered trying for me to get through it. So, but it was worth it. Are you reading anything currently? Currently, I'm reading all of the research for my thesis. Oh, no. Oh, my God, one more week. And then it's due. And it's not even halfway done. Oh, well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I am reading the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Mm Mm-hmm. My grandmother sent it to me. I was telling Francesca this earlier. But she sent it to me because my aunt's mother-in-law liked it. My aunt loved it. My grandma thought it was just okay, but thought I would like it. So then she sent it to me. So now I'm reading it (laughs) because she asks me about it every time we talk. a sisterhood of traveling book. Literally. So that's what I'm reading currently. I finished... You're going to hate me for this. I finished three books this
0: week. No, fuck all the way off.
1: I finished Peter Pan... Uh, horror store and chanel miller's you know uh, know my name fuck all the way off i have worked three or four days this week oh, i lied i have a fourth one fuck all the way off <laughs> it's it's over there somewhere oh i hate you but it was yeah i finished four i was pretty proud of myself i was trying to finish another i'm very one, but proud of you <laughs> i have did 11 books this this month so please go fuck yourself and I mean that with the, the <laughs> utmost sincerity. <laughs> I gotta get through do you see how many books I mean most of these ones are red. Like all this section here are red, but in my room, those are mostly unread. That whole shelf is basically. Yeah, but all you'll be done
0: with that by the end of next month. No, so. that's not gonna work. No, I gotta
1: go back home for, for the holidays.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that was anything else you wanna add? Uh yeah, please go vote on Tuesday. Yeah, everybody tomorrow. please. Please, for the love of God! Please, for the love of God! Our American if you have not voted. Our American listeners, please go vote. Every vote counts. Don't listen to the poll, like the the news, news sites that say like tracking the points that each each candidate has. They're liars. Your vote counts. Your vote matters. Please fucking vote. I sent in my absentee like two weeks ago. They, to, they got it. I have to go on Tuesday and vote. That's alright. You live like at home, so yeah. I have to go to my local fire station because that's really that's where I go. Oh, yeah. Geez. Well, normally, no, actually, that's a lie. I'm going to my local middle school where I have severe PTSD. I was gonna say that's triggering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call Shannon before, during, and after <laughs> be on the phone with her as you're I'm filling just out like, your ballot. I don't battle. know what to do. <laughs> She's gonna be like, breathe. Did you ever go in with your parents when they
1: voted when you were younger?
0: Oh, yeah. All the time. Same. When they had the curtain?
1: Yeah, that was always so fun to me. Yeah, my mom would let me be the one to pull it closed. Yes. My parents would let me do the switches sometimes. Yes, they would just tell me. They'd go,
0: okay, now switch this This one. one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. Yeah, so please, for the love of all that is holy... Please go vote. Please go vote. And if there's any other countries that are listening... If the outcome is not good on Tuesday, please consider contacting your local government and ask them if they're willing to take in American refugees. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to move to Canada when I get my citizenship. Oh, yeah. Well, can we get married there? Sure. Because then I can get my citizenship. I mean,
1: I can sponsor you for citizenship because you don't get it automatically. Would but.
0: Canadians? So can England owns, not owns, owns. England? Yes, they do. England owns Canada, so if I have a Canadian citizenship, does that translate to a British citizenship? No, that's bullshit. But they don't. What's the a, point of colonization if you're, you're not gonna have wealth. They don't own them
1: per se. Okay, but
0: what's the point of colonization if you're not gonna have <laughs> one? Just universal. It would be easier
1: for you to work over there, for over in England or yeah, over in England? England. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I wanna. If you had Canadian citizenship, but yeah. once I get it, don't worry, we're going. Bet. So. Yeah. WAPAD really needs you. Yeah, Watpad, if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Me up. Alicia needs. I don't need sponsorship because I'll have my citizenship.
0: (laughs) Set of Degrassi, next class. I'd love to be a part of the show.
1: (laughs) As what? Like a teacher? Like, what the fuck? I could play a high
0: school student. No, I couldn't. No, you couldn't. You're 24. Come on. That ship has sailed for both of us. That ship sailed when I was in high school. Did I ever tell you my freshman year, one of my sisters, my sister was a senior when I was a freshman, and one of her friends thought I was a transfer senior when I was a freshman? (laughs) I went in
1: to get my laptop as, a, as an eighth grader going into ninth grade, like that summer, mm-hmm. and they thought I was in college. I was like, nope, I'm a freshman yeah. in
0: high school. <laughs> in high school. But
1: yeah, that's it. I just wanted so, to say, yes, go vote. Yes, please go
0: vote. Please vote. If you haven't us. already. If you have already, good. Crack job. it. Good job. Proud of you. I also voted, so I'm with you there. Um, but for those of you who haven't, please, for the love of God, do it. Save us. Um, so yes you can follow us on twitter at BookAholicsPod. pod you can follow
1: me on goodreads alicia reads 13 or on storygraph
0: alicia reads So and you can follow me on twitter at hbi chesca or on instagram at francesca hope and please remember to rate and review us every comment is read it's beneficial to us it's always beneficial we love to hear from you guys and we always take what you have to say into... I would appreciate, if you're going to leave a one-star, maybe
1: give us some pointers. Yes. Other than rant reviewing. Yes. Personally, I don't understand rant reviewing. I don't have the time to do that, but you know, you If do you have
0: any ideas of what you would like to see from us or what you think we could do better... Yeah, please. We would We're love to hear... we trying hearing. to make this as, as enjoyable for you to, yes. as it is for us to make. Yes. So please... Rate, review, and we'll see you for the next one. Bye.